Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of a hot topic, I think. And uh, I've got Dr. Corinne Weaver with me today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So excited to be here, Michelle. Thank you so much. You have an absolutely amazing story. Um, You went through childhood injury, had severe health issues as a kid, asthma, allergies, things that most of us, when we hear that, we're like, oh yeah, that's, that's a lifelong thing to deal with. And yet you have gone on a journey that, boy, I don't even know where to start to describe it. Um, you figured out a way to heal yourself of these things and to do it without medication. And so that's what you share with people is how to live a drug-free, healthy life. Uh, talk to us first about your personal story and your journey. Well, I was a healthy kid until 10 years old. And at 10 years old, I was riding a bike and all of a sudden a horsefly landed on my shoulder. (laughs) There's nasty bugs. And I went to slap it off the shoulder and I went flying over the handlebars, landed on my front teeth. And from that day on, my health changed. Um, I wasn't able to breathe and I was depending on medication, morning and night, living on breathing machines. Um, my wow. parents did the best that they knew, you know, taking, I mean, we, we were raised if we had a problem, we look into the medicine cabinet, take the pills right. and, you know, we move on. Right. So right. they took me to the best doctors. I was getting allergy shots, you know, two or three times a week. I was um, living on, like I said, steroid medication. And then my uncle would come literally from the Amazon rainforest. You like this beautiful background I have here? Yeah. Yeah. So got like a rainforest kind of behind us. Um, and so he would come in and he would bring in these natural herbs. And even as a small huh. kid, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And he would make me a tea and tincture and, uh-huh. and I would breathe that in. And I was like, this is life changing. And, um, you know, I kind of, he was the first one to introduce chiropractic to me because he was into okay. all kinds of natural healing. Right. And he, he's, he's married to Olivia Newton-John and he was oh. actually leaving her house and he got in a really bad car accident and he fractured his spine. And I went to go visit him. I was like my favorite uncle. And I'm like laying herbs on his back. Cause he's like, you know, he's like me. He's like, don't want to take any drugs. And so he was like, you have healing hands. You should look into chiropractic. And I was like, oh. what is, like, what is chiropractic? You know, no yeah. one really knew what chiropractic was in my family. And so that changed everything for me. And that made sense yeah. to me that since that bike accident, uh-huh. you know, or not on straight. And so my body cannot heal. And so it was really nice to go on that journey of chiropractic and 
to be able to raise my children with no medication and been in practice for 15 years helping others. So, Wow. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question was, how did you transition into chiropractic? But it sounds like it was just one of those things that was kind of a natural, this makes sense as my next step. Yeah, I mean, you know, my, like my own medical doctor, my own pediatrician, they really didn't have any answers for me. And I think you've been there before. I remember you telling me about your son. And, you know, we get frustrated because as parents, we want to take our kids and they, you know, want to get them better. And you're explaining to these doctors to help my kid and, and then they don't have solutions. And, yeah. and we know that, you know, some, some meds can be helpful, but some meds could just cover up the side effects and not really getting down to the true cause of what's going on. So, you know, to be able to figure that out and to bring healing to myself and thousands of others, it's just been, you know, it's, it's been a gift. It's really a, you know, my journey of sickness was a gift actually, you know, to find out what my gift was to help others. So I'm just so grateful. I love that. That, that is, an amazing thing when you can take what is the challenges and the frustrations that you've been through and the solutions you've found and really turn that into something that you can help so many others with. And yeah, you're right. My son, uh, when he was four, got really sick and I took him into the ER. I don't, I think it was four times. We were to two different pediatricians, an internal medicine doctor. Um, I, I lost count of how many different people we took him to who couldn't figure out what was wrong and why at as he turned five, he weighed 28 pounds. He had lost that much mm. weight. He was, he was sick wow. every time he ate anything. We had taken out all of the things that we could think of, like all the typical allergens you know of. There was no milk, no no eggs. No, I mean, like we just went down through everything. And finally, I got desperate. I mean, I was like, okay, who else might be able to help me figure out what's wrong with him? Because they just kept telling me, he's fine, take him home. Feed him something right. different. And, and I could tell he wasn't okay. And mm. uh, I took him to a chiropractor who did allergy testing and came up with, you know, of course he was reacting to just about everything at that point because he had so much inflammation in his body. But what it come down to at the core was he had celiac. He had a gluten allergy. And once and did, we you know that, gluten, did you know what gluten was at that oh, time? I had never even heard of gluten. I was like, wheat. Okay. I understand wheat, but what, what is gluten? Like I had never heard of right. any of that. This was uh, 13, 12, 13 years ago now. Um, and gluten-free was not a fad diet back then. That's something Hollywood's come up with in the last few years, right? I love California. No, it's easy to eat there. Um, <laughs> but I had never right. heard of it. And it was actually a chiropractor that was able to take the, take the time, I think, and ask the right questions to figure out what was the root cause of it and not just tell me, give him Pepto, give him gas eggs, because all mm -hmm. of the things we tried, it was just masking symptoms. And it didn't even do a good job. Like, it didn't even really relieve it for him. Um, well, yeah, I mean, celiac, that's serious, you know, the autoimmune condition, it you know, um, one of my worst asthma attacks was eating lasagna and ice cream, so now oh. I know the correlation of gluten and dairy and how that can affect our health, and you, yeah, you being in California, I'm in North Carolina, so we're getting there, we're catching up, but <laughs> you guys in California definitely know how to juice and, you know, do your smoothies in the morning and, you know, be more mindful of food and how it can affect your health. And North Carolina, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because there are so many things like that that I think a lot of people just aren't aware because it's what we were, we were raised on the food pyramid. Bread is the, is the foundation. Bread and potatoes and carbs. Yes. 
that's what we're supposed to yes. do most of. And, and it's, it's, I think it's interesting because when we do get our, our, our eating habits to something more natural and healthy, it is easier to go drug free because your body doesn't have some of the challenges. Um, so actually let's talk about that piece of it, of this idea of being able to achieve health without having to rely on drugs or surgery because so many people do have chronic conditions um, that they're dealing with. So when you look at, at all of the different issues that especially women our age deal with, what are some like practical steps people can take to start improving their health? You know, a lot of people do think about nutrition and it is, it is considered, I feel like, number one. But really is stress and how you deal with stress is going to be really top because, you know, you're talking about me and your age and our age group. We deal with a lot of stress, you know, especially as women. We put a lot on our plate, especially yeah. if you have your own business and you have your family and kids and friends and, you know, all of that. And so we got to have to make time for ourselves to take care of other people. So um, the first book I wrote was, was called Learning How to Breathe. So learning to that's, breathe through your nose and just taking deep, deep. I, I, I'm yeah, taking that right now. properly. Um, that seems like such a simple, like, shouldn't we automatically do that properly? But I, I'm thinking about it, and I, I don't breathe in through my nose as often as probably I should. So first of all, what is proper breathing? <laughs> right. I think I'm doing yeah, so, wrong. <laughs> When you breathe through your nose, they say that it makes you smarter. You actually get more oxygen to your brain. Okay. So breathing through your nose and taking the time to, you know, hold your breath. So it's like four, seven, eight. So you breathe in for four, hold for seven, and then breathe out for eight. And the more that you breathe out actually stimulates a part of your nervous system to help you relax and rest, digest your food. So you can even do this with yeah. your kids, you know, because, you know, kids are under a lot of stress. And so you can just, you know, get them in a re relaxful, you know, environment as before they sleep and share this with them. And um, when you do that, it actually tells your body that everything's going to be okay. And, yeah. you know, living in the stressful world, we, we kind of forget to breathe. You know, a lot of times yeah. people will say like, oh my gosh, I forgot to breathe, you know, like what? So, you know, anxiety kind of comes about and, you know, you're just constantly trying to breathe in your mouth. So taking the time to do that throughout the day can make a huge difference, a huge difference on your nervous system. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, people who aren't watching on video, you're, you're missing the, the, I'm sure, pretty interesting state of me trying to count four in, hold seven, count eight, and breathe out. But that actually, it is interesting. You feel, I feel different just a couple of times yeah. taking breath that way. Huh, yeah, it's awesome. amazing how it can literally just switch and anybody can do it. You know, you don't have to have a magical pill or, you know, anything else um, to really, you know, control your own breathing. I was able to have three kids natural at home, um, which is a big deal. So I had yeah. to learn how to have <laughs> breathing episodes and <laughs> all wow. of that. Um, so it's really, really big and important. And that's what got me through was like learning how to relax your body and the most stressful, painful times. And that's a really, really big key. Wow, okay, so you wrote an entire book about how to breathe the right way. What else was in it? I'm really curious. <laughs> um, you know, I do talk about nutrition, how it okay. can affect your breathing, you know, like yeah. with asthma, um, dairy and gluten was a big one. Um, okay. I talk about essential oils. Are you into essential yeah. oils? I have, yeah, I have so tested like, that out for migraines, actually. I found they actually work better sometimes than, than pills do. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I love peppermint. Peppermint was one of yep. the first ones that I used peppermint. Mm-hmm. And so peppermint and eucalyptus mm-hmm. and lemon really helps the lymphatic system. Yeah. And so you know, using these on a daily basis, I was helping, you know, rubbing these on. And back then essential oils weren't really, you know, big. And so right. I started at about 15 years ago. And when I would see patients, I'm like rubbing peppermint on them and they're like, wow, that makes me feel better and maybe I'm more alert. And now we're doing research and we're like, wow, peppermint actually opens up your, it goes through through your brain and can open up your cells to get more oxygen in. So no wonder they were feeling better and maybe it can help you with your headaches. So, you know, we use essential oils. um, And then we also talk about, you know, certain herbs that my uncle used from the Amazon. Last night, I did a huge class about um, cannabis. That's kind of really big right now. It's a big talk about CBD and and how it can help our system. And so I was explaining the endocannabinoid system, which is really familiar with the nervous system and how it balancing the body. And so people that have high anxiety and, you know, have trouble sleeping and panic attacks and um, chronic pain, like Mm -hmm. CBD is like a lifesaver for them. Really? So, so many natural herbs that we can use to um, bring healing to our body. And so I, when I meet with a client, it's all finding out, you know, what stress loads do they have and how are they living their lifestyle now? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's emotional, and I'm sure I know in your podcast, I'm talking about emotional traumas. So just like my physical trauma, you know, people come in with all this emotional baggage and trauma and how it really just turns on their health and they don't even realize they're carrying all that weight and I'm seeing them and I'm like massaging their shoulders and they're like (laughs) and I'm like what are you carrying Uh, what are you carrying on your shoulders and so when we talk through that and then they're just able to release it so learning to really like let go and release that emotional trauma can be so healing as well it can and that's one of those things that we're not taught like some of these like core essentials to life I think Nobody talks about when you're a kid and when you're starting to go through and, and form the patterns for how you cope with things, you don't really heal that unless you have somebody in your family like you did who's, who's in that part of the world and is able to say, here's a different way to deal with this. I think a lot of times we're not even aware of our options. I mean, that's something that I grew up in a r- really rural area around some, some native culture, so I was exposed more, more to it, I think, as a kid, the alternative healing type stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was kind of natural for me. I remember when I was a kid, my mom took us to a chiropractor. So it wasn't at all odd for me. And You're I, so I, lucky. I know. I'm frustrated it took me that long. But, you know, there were, there were other, other people involved in the equation who were like, chiropractors are quacks. We're not doing that with, the, with you know, my son. Right, like, right. At, at some point, I don't care. We're going to a chiropractor. And it was, it was interesting because I think so many people have, have, have prejudgment and misconceptions about a lot of what's considered in, in the U.S. to be alternative, but elsewhere around the globe, it's not looked at as alternative medicine at all. It is medicine, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's something I love that you brought up about peppermint oils, us finding the science that supports it, because so many things that I know have worked for me over the years or for people in my family, for friends, it's like, well, they're not quite sure why they can't quite explain it, but later the science comes out and says, hey, this is actually going on and you're able to validate it. That's a great feeling actually to be able to validate that and say, I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew it wasn't just me. Science proves it. (laughs) I know. I mean, these plants have been around for thousands of years, you know, and, and it's amazing what they used to do back in the day, how they actually knew how to use the plants 
for certain reasons. Yeah. And that's what my uncle learned. I mean, when he was living in the Amazon, he was with the Indians there. And yeah. that's all they had was the plants. And that's where the treasure was. And so, Absolutely. you know, getting back to knowing how to work with the plants and the ecosystem and, and, you know, and how it all works together as one and working with the body and not stopping the body. So it's like when you go to the, um, when you're taking certain medications, it like wants to stop what your body's trying to do. And so yeah. the plants, you can actually work with the body, finding the root cause and uh, allowing the body to do what it naturally needs to do. And, you know, knowing with your son now, you know, he's allergic to gluten and gosh, what a life changing thing for him forever, you know, and how that's going to help him, you know, but if he went years and years not knowing that it had created more autoimmunity in his body. So it's good that you found out, you said H5? Yeah, he was five and we yeah. figured that out. And then a yeah. few years later, I started having symptoms. I had eaten, and I remember this, it was a Pizza Hut thin crust pizza, which is my favorite pizza in the world. And I got so sick. I like, the pain was worse than childbirth. Um, and I don't know wow. how else to describe it. I nearly went to the ER, but I recognized the symptoms. I was like, oh, I know exactly what this mm -hmm. is. And I, I know doctors can't really explain what triggers it to, to present at certain times, but I was like, okay, I don't need to have testing done. I recognize this symptom. I cut out gluten. Right, right. Um, and I realized, you know, okay, that's just what my, my system has decided. This is the diet it wants to be on. Um, but it, it's interesting. Right. I, I remember when I was a kid hearing my dad say one time, and this was like one of those light bulb, like total perspective shift things for me, was he believed that every disease on earth there is a cure for somewhere in plants somewhere in what we have on the planet and um, that gave me a different perspective when we look at the way that we're tearing down rainforests and mm -hmm. just moving into these areas it's such a dangerous thing because I, I really think there's a lot we don't know a lot we haven't discovered um, in some of those areas that really are powerful cures to things that that the body has you know out of balance it's really interesting but, you know, things are changing, you know, like what I noticed when I first started my practice, like people were like, yeah, I'm witchcraft and voodoo and all this other stuff. Um, oh, but, why? you know, now, now things have come around and they've turned and people yeah. are searching for answers and it's just, it's refreshing, yeah. you know, to be in yeah. this industry. Yeah. And now I actually work with medical doctors and I work yeah. with pediatricians, you know, and they come together, you know, yeah. for ultimately for the patient. Yeah. And so that is a huge shift that's happened. I think it is. And that's, that's one thing that's good to see, the fact that people are a little more open-minded now um, than they used to be. To and, and I think it's because there's been results. I think it's because we all know somebody who something previously considered a little right. picky worked for them. And so it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. you can't argue with the result. You can't argue with proof of somebody who struggled with asthma for years and now doesn't have an issue with it. Uh, or somebody who had something right. that doctors said at one point in the past was incurable or was there going to be a medication forever. Now they're not. Clearly something worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just so nice to, I mean, like most of my patients are referral based because they yep. get better and they have to tell other people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the research you said, it's starting to come out and, and just seeing the shift and working with people and working with other doctors is just, yeah. it's so awesome. It's just so good because really it's ultimate for the patient, you know. Right. I had a kid that came in last week and he was having like seven or eight ear infections and finally, the doctor was like, let's try chiropractic, you know, wow. after 
after all the infections, after all the antibiotics, after getting the tubes, now let's try chiropractic. I mean, I wish it was the first go around, but yeah. you know, it took, you know, going through that to know, hey, this is not working. Right. And so, yeah, we were able to do a simple adjustment and the kids better, you know, and it's just, it's just so much power in that, you know? Yeah. It's very awesome. There really is. And I think some of that comes down to patients educating themselves and being able to look at the alternatives and ask their doctors or look around and just find those people who can support them in getting healthy. Um, because it really is. It's one of those things that I know they, they use the phrase, everybody's practicing medicine. Well, yeah, because everybody's different. And if you're going to figure out what works for you, stand up for yourself, be an advocate, do the research and try things and just mm -hmm. see. I think that's, that's one of the keys. I mean, like, like you did, you went, okay, I don't want to be on drugs for the rest of my life. So let's see what works for me. I love that. Right, right. And yeah, and you, is, cool. you have to have some faith, I guess, in that. But yeah, working with people and, yeah. and hanging out with people that are more like-minded, it's just easier. So I went to chiropractic school and everybody yeah. was like, yeah, I've never been vaccinated. No, I've never had a drug. And I'm like, who are these people? You know, like, and it's just really neat to be supported <laughs> with people. Like, yeah, it's to be supported with people that are like-minded yeah. And are really fighting for it. Mm -hmm. And so last night when I was talking to the group of people yeah. talking about CBD and finally we can like sell it, we can sell yeah. CBD and get it. And you know, this, like I said, this plan yeah. for thousands of years. And I'm like, it's really because of you guys. I'm speaking for a big group. I'm like, because you guys are standing up and wanting change, you know, and you're seeing the results within yeah. yourself. And so it's fighting, you know, the fighting the norm that's been, you know, been brainwashed for all these years. Yeah, you know what? I would actually love to do another episode if you're up for it and talk about that because I know that's a hot topic and so is anxiety and stress for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I know so many, especially oh, yeah. women who suffer from panic attacks and have high levels of stress. So I would, I would love to actually have a conversation about that piece of things if you're up for it sometime. Oh, yeah, I would love that for sure. Yeah, we can definitely have another meeting and talk about anxiety. Anxiety is really big, you know, um, and so, you know, people don't know how to deal with it. It's like the, almost the, I think it's the second prescribed drug is anti-anxiety. I would absolutely believe that. Yeah. Well, speaking of prescriptions and, and all of these pieces, I want to let people know where they can go to get a copy of your best-selling book, No More Meds. So they can go to nomoremedsmovement.com awesome. and get a free copy nomoremedsmovement.com. All right, we will make sure that link is somewhere near where you are watching or listening to this podcast today. And uh, if you're interested in an episode on anxiety, stress, and possibly CBD and what that may be able to do to help you, let us know and we'll, uh, we'll set that up. Uh, Dr. Weaver, thank you so much for your time, for the conversation, for the practical tips that people can, can look at from breathing to eating to all of those pieces and how they can live a healthier life. Thank you. All right. For those of you listening, be sure to grab a copy of the book, nomoremedsmovement.com. You will find it there totally free. And uh, take a look at that. It might be something that will really help you get a different perspective on what you can do health-wise to support yourself, your family, give you some ideas. And uh, be sure to rate, review, like, subscribe to the show wherever you are listening or watching. And we will catch you back again soon for another episode.